Warning, this podcast contains foul language, sexual situations, and discussions of drugs and drinking. Yeah. Welcome Welcome to to Fuck Shakespeare. Shakespeare, a podcast for the Shakespeareanly challenged. And anyone who really enjoys some saucy dick jokes. Teachers, we might insult you a little bit, sorry. Okay, everybody, enjoy! Nah. <laughs> Cheers. 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 Huzzah. Huzzah. Here's to the king. Here's to the king. Here's to the real king. The real king. Which one is the that? The real king. I heard something really funny on Twitter. Um, someone was like, what is this nonsense about a guy getting to be queen? This wokeness has gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here's to, here's to Queen Charles. What? Queen Charles. Huzzah. I'm drinking Huzzah. to that. Indeed. <laughs> so Diana's actually drinking real scotch. Yes. I'm I'm drinking rye whiskey because I ain't got no scotch in my house right now. That's okay. It's closer than tequila, okay? that's true that's true and i have to say in new york it's chilly enough to really feel good drinking whiskey yay yay and in finally and in greece it's like fucking late it's like 11 o'clock so i'm like hey it's dark it's time for booze (laughs) you should have ouzo though anyway i I thought about that but i was like bleh bleh Oh, really? I love Uzo. Yeah, in small quantities, but not like forever all night. Oh, I, I'm <laughs> fine with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyway, cheers to you, my love. Cheers to you, my love. Cheers to Macbeth and the last episode. The last episode of the Scottish play. Yes, we didn't even do a proper introduction at all. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Hi, I'm Erin. That's okay. Hi, I'm Diana. And we already started drinking without y'all, so fuck yeah. off. <laughs> and I, I made a very big pour. I made a very I big pour, I used a water too. glass, and I I forgot how big a water glass is. Right. Well, you know, it's got to last. <laughs> well, I have the bottle in the booth with me. Woohoo, me too. <laughs> if by booth you mean, you know, living room. <laughs> but yes. Mm. Woohoo! Oh, that tastes good. Mm-hmm. That tastes good. All right, here we are. Here we are. Here we are. So we're gonna. We looked up the whole drunk Shakespeare thing, and you know they have many shots before they even begin. But we're just gonna keep drinking throughout. We figure that works. <laughs> right. I feel like we'll just choose a word. Like I'll just say, "Oh, cry." That's a drinking word. And so when there we you know, go. like yeah. So we'll just do it. It'll be hard for you maybe to follow the words since we'll be interrupting ourselves but we do that anyway Uh (laughs) uh-huh true that true that true that true that okay so let's do the little uh you know intro what's going on what the fox is going on all right so when we last saw our english heroes they were setting up camp in front of Macbeth's castle right yes yes (sighs) and they were like we're going to go slash some Scots, but not real Scots. 
fake yeah. scouts who follow the traitor Macbeth. Like, we're going to go. And, yeah. and then there were some voices of reason who were like, now, lads. <laughs> now, boys. <laughs> let's, let's go see with our eyes. Let's not get carried away. Yeah. I mean, see what's with our on. imaginings. There we go. Yeah. So, and and the Big Mac's plan, the Big Mac. <laughs> hey, here's the special sauce. The Big Mac. Well, toast, toast, toast. Toast to special sauce. There we go. All right. Okay. The Big Mac's plan is to withstand the siege, right? He's just like, yeah, yeah I see your fucking tents. I don't fucking care. I right? got this. You go ahead. You, just, you sit out there and you just starve. I don't fucking care. The right? weird sisters told me I'm good. I'm invincible. I'm good. You cannot get me. You can't. Move, you can't move the forest. You can't move the forest, and no man of woman born. Yeah. Hmm. Those yeah. were two and three of the things that the witchies said to right. Macbeth. Right. Was the first talk thing? about the first one, does he? No. Yeah. And what was the first one? <laughs> Beware, Yeah. And he just goes, bloop, bloop. He just goes, sure, sure, okay, I go kill a bunch of kids. Boom, 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 boom. Chickens. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. My little chickens. My pretty little chickens. Slash, slash, slash. Shock and awe. Boom, boom. Shock and awe. Right? <laughs> just like, okay, yes. I took care of that one. Now, <laughs> Next. The, woods, the woods, nobody can do anything about the woods. It's fine. Right. And, and how can there be a person not of woman born? How We're can all there born. be a cherry without a stump? Sorry. You know, my father used to <laughs> sing that song to me. And then when I saw it in Animal House, I was like, I know. like oh, my God, it's the worst. It's yeah. the worst. The worst. <laughs> I was thinking of Animal House, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Okay. Well, I'll drink to that. Drink to that. Animal House. Yay. Mm-hmm. Here's to Mark Metcalf. Mark Metcalf, who I had the pleasure of working with at the Hyde Park Festival Theater, who played um, Niedermeyer in Animal ah. House. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Wonderful villain. villain He's a great guy. <laughs> He's a great guy. Yeah, villain, not villain. Villain, not villain. Okay. Um, so Max's plan is to withstand to, the siege. Yeah, and so you know, lots of times people won battles that way because they'd just be like, "This is my castle. I got a shit ton of food, and fuck y'all, right?" And so then yeah. this army was set up outside, and they have this huge castle walls, and eh, what are they gonna do? You know, they they're scale the walls, scale the walls, maybe, you know, and if they're repelled with a bunch of arrows and this and that, and an army in the field was in a vulnerable place, right? Absolutely. Because they were like shitting next door to their tent. And so there's shit everywhere. And there's like dysentery, you know, the uh, guts of some animal that somebody slaughtered. And it's just like sitting there. So Cholera. Rats. Ugh. There's rats. And, and also there's... not. Not a lot of food, not a not lot of a lot water. Of yeah. Yeah. So only food that they could get from the countryside. And probably if Macbeth sees a, you know, bunch of, bunch of people are coming up to lay siege to my castle, he's bringing all the food inside. There ain't no food out there. <laughs> you're, not, no food. you're not getting my cows, bitches. Yeah, you can't have my cows, you can't have my crops, fuck off. 
right? <laughs> so yeah, so that's a good plan for him to withstand the siege. Totally yeah. doable, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and we'll see what what happens with that. But yeah, it doesn't work. Do out we know quite. what time of year this was happening? Mm, no. Because no. I think that adds to the weakness of the troops yeah. in the field. Like if you think about rainy season, then you're never you're never getting dry and your boots are caked in mud. And, you know, right. like think about how that feels when you can't get dry and it does cause your skin to break down. Or if it's in winter when you can't get warm, no matter what, you just bad. Yeah. And where you find firewood, you know, like if you've been up in the Scottish Highlands, I mean, you know. Sometimes some places are just heather, 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 and there ain't no, there ain't no forests. Yeah. So they'd have to go a long way to get wood. Wood is wet and dirty and whatever. So yeah, there's a lot of reasons why that could have worked out for him. But impatience is one of the reasons that it doesn't. (laughs) Right. Um, And then we're going to get, you know, by the time we get to the end of the scene, who knows? Well, we're talking, we're doing all the rest of the scenes in the play today. Right. Right, right now. Right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe by the time we get to the end, we won't mention the part about Malcolm. So Malcolm's speech at the end, when he, you know, he's going to kill that guy. He doesn't kill the Somebody does. But when we get to the end, Malcolm gets to be king. And he changes. He says, okay, I've got a lot of things to do. But the first thing I'm going to do is change all of you loyal thanes into earls. And if you're just listening to that, you're like, yeah, so what? Big fucking deal, right? But it's a big deal. It's a big difference between Thanes and Earls. Thanes, like Lady Macbeth says in her scene when she meets Duncan, she's like, we're holding your stuff for you and we'll give it back to you anytime you need. That's what Thanes do. They keep the castles in good shape and the land, but it's not theirs. And it could be handed back. Yeah. It needs to be handed back to the king at any time. But an earl was a landed lord. That means that the castle and the land belongs to him. I'm pouring more whiskey. Yeah, do it. I did. And he can pass it on to his heirs. And that's a huge, huge difference. Yep. I'm pouring more whiskey, too. Okay, good. You're going to hear lots of bangs and things. Sorry, guys. That's the way it is. Deal. Glug, 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 glug. There's a good noise. That's a big pour. That's a big pour. <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> I haven't eaten yet either. Woohoo! Oh, no. That's bad. Yeah. I had pasta. Let's see what I, I laid in the groundwork. <laughs> yeah. In the groundwork. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll see what happens. Mm. Yeah. Okay. You ready? I am ready. So I'm going to be Satan. You do it. Yeah. And you're going to be Mickey B. And you're going to be McDoof. And I'll be McDoof. All right. We'll just figure it out as we go. And each time we don't know Uh who someone is, we'll have to drink. That's right. That was me. That was you. No. (laughs) Gloop. You know, guys, I have to apologize. We're having a wonderful time. I don't know how... How much fun this is to listen to. But we'll see. Hopefully. Hopefully it'll be awesome. We'll see. Awesome. Okay. Mickey B, take it away. All right. Hang out our banners on the outward walls. The cry is still they come. Our castle strength will laugh a siege to scorn. Here let them lie till famine and the ague eat them up. So 
those, as we said, very real possibilities, right? They could starve to death. They could get all kinds of diseases. Were they not forced with those that should be ours, we might have met them dareful, beard to beard, and beat them backward home. Ah. Ooh, listen to all those bees. Bah, bah, bah. He's like, fuck you, right? Yeah. In your face. Yeah. Ah. So were they not forced? That means like if their army wasn't swollen with the soldiers that we should have had, then we could have just gone out and fight them, which is what he wants to do, which he'd much rather do, right? Right. Yeah. And then Aaron's making the cry of, because there's a bunch of noise ah, inside. A bunch of noise in the back, and he goes, what is that noise? It is the cry of women, my good lord. And he leaves to find out what it is, and Macbeth is all by himself. I have almost forgot the taste of fears. The time has been my senses would have cooled to hear a night shriek, and my fell of hair would at a dismal treatise rouse and stir as life were in it. I have supped full with horrors. So my fell of hair, all my hair would, at a terrible noise, have, have like stood on end, right? Mm -hmm. By itself, as if it were alive by itself. Mm -hmm. But he has seen so many terrible things that he doesn't react like this to anything anymore. Direness, familiar to my slaughterous thoughts, cannot once start me. Horrible things don't scare me anymore. Here Which isn't in. really true. That's not really true. Yeah. He'd like to think that's true. That's not really true. Yeah, because if be it were true, soon. if it were true, he'd have killed Duncan and been able to sleep like a baby. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Mm. Well, that's one of the horrible things he saw, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And now Satan. Wherefore was that cry? The queen, my lord, is dead. She should have died hereafter. That's an incredible first line. Who <laughs> is it not? This is not a good time. Hereafter means some other time, yeah. right? Yeah, she should have died at a different time. This is this is not a good time for me. <laughs> oh. Dang. But you know, it sounds unfeeling, but I think that he means that he would he would want to take the time to mourn her. Of course, and he can't now. It's not a good time for me. But yeah, right. But doesn't he also mean doesn't he also mean that I, I want to pay attention to the fact that the love of my life is dead, but I can't do it right now. I'm in the middle of the siege of yeah. my castle. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, it's I mean, I don't think timing. it's, I don't think it's an admonishment of her. I think it's no. just, he can't, he can't give her the respect due her because he does love yeah. her. I'm drinking because, um, uh, there would have been time for such a word. Time is my drinking word for this sentence. Here we go. Okay. And also, here's to Lady Macbeth. Mm-hmm. And we mourn her. We do. We do. And every time he talks about time in this mini little speech, I think we need to drink. Okay. So she should have died hereafter. That's a drink. Some other time, right? There would have been a time for such a war. That's a drink. I would have had to, you know, time to mourn some other time. Better, right? Yep. <sighs> tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day. That's a drink. To the last syllable of recorded 
time. Time drink. There you go. Time drink. Yeah, so he's like, fuck it, fuck it. Every fucking day is just going by at this slow pace, and every fucking day has something horrible in it. And they just keep marching on, and nobody fucking learns anything ever. And this was where, so Diana didn't, as you know, love uh, the Denzel Macbeth. This was where he lost me. I was with him. I, I did understand that Francis looked up when she should have looked down, as we discussed. But I was with Denzel until here. Because right here, there was nothing, nothing yeah. behind these words. There was no rhythm. There was no feeling. There was nothing. And I think, Joel, Joel, I'm talking to you, Joel. I think yeah. you as the director had to make up your mind about what this fucking speech is about and how Macbeth is feeling and allowed Denzel to play with it because this, the love of his life is dead. His castle is under siege. He can't stop the siege in order to pay attention to the fact that the love of his life is dead. And then he talks about tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. And that man, if you watch the Muppet, John Barton, Barton, John Barton, if you watch the John Barton <laughs> I love John Barton. I can never think of his name. And he is a, he is a Muppety Muppety man. Was well, he's dead now, but Muppety Muppety man. He did this wonderful series, which is also a book. It was on PBS. It's the Royal Shakespeare Company. Playing Shakespeare. Playing Shakespeare. Playing Shakespeare, it's called. Playing Shakespeare. And John yeah. Barton has Patrick Stewart. He has Ian McKellen. He has... Um, Judy Dench. Dench. He has, he has oh um, played Gandhi. Um, who played Gandhi? Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley. He's got all of these young, they were so young in this, but yeah. trained Shakespearean actors. And they talk about this particular speech. I can't remember if it's Patrick Stewart or if it's Ian McKellen. I think it's Ian McKellen. Who does it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he was doing Macbeth at the time. Yeah. And or preparing to. He talks yeah. about the actor's preparation for it. He talks about the playwright's intention. He talks about the audience's reception. He talks about I wish I could remember what he says, but this you know how there's that moment in the climax of something where things shift and turn and everything else that falls into place after that is driven by that moment yeah and i feel like i feel like this is it for macbeth yeah that he realizes that none of it fucking mattered because it never makes a difference to anybody exactly 
You could be king. You could be a fucking peasant. It doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, this is like one of those deeply nihilistic speeches. Like, wow. Yeah, where he just suddenly has this realization like, holy fuck. Yeah. None of it makes a difference. Yeah. I didn't need to be king. I had a wife. I didn't need to be king. I had my happiness. Lying on my deathbed, I'm not going to care whether I was king, but I will care that my wife isn't by my side. Yeah. And creeps in this petty pace from day to day. There are so many repeated sounds in this tomorrow and tomorrow yeah you can get this ticking of time this banging of time this clanging of the bell you know like oh dusty death i mean this is a great it's a very short speech but if you wanted to do a paper on the poetry of Shakespeare, the rhythm of Shakespeare, the moment when things shift for a character, here you have it. And he talks about Shakespeare himself. <laughs> yes, it's right. Shakespeare himself. So well, go ahead, read himself? the whole thing. I'm, yeah. I'm going to shut the fuck up because I'm drunk. <laughs> but really, this, this to me, of the whole play, even though it's so short, and I think brief on purpose. Yeah, to show you. Because how. life is brief. Life is brief, and the choices we make that we think are important aren't important, and the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters is who we love and who loves us. That's it. Because he really, he already talked about that in the scene previous, how nobody, he's going to his grave knowing that nobody cares about me. Nobody yeah. cares about me. And now yeah. the last person that cared about him is gone. Is gone. Yeah. The, the person who cared about him most. Yeah. Is gone. So anyway, I'm going to shut up and let you do this whole thing mm-hmm. because it's beautiful and I'm going to let you do it. And then we can talk about it again at the end. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Out, out, brief candle. Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets its hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. It is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. Yeah, a walking shadow. Shadow is an actor, as we've said a few times, right? So we're all just actors. We're just all walking through the play of our life. And we suck at it. We're poor players, right? We suck at it. We don't even understand what we're doing. Struts and frets. We we make all this noise. We we have these big feelings and they don't fucking We create drama. Right? It doesn't matter. We fret 
And in the end, we're going to die anyway. Yeah. As soon as we exit, we're, nobody cares, right? And then I love this. Heard no more. It's Shakespeare turning on himself here. It is a tale told by an idiot. <laughs> I'm an idiot. Right. I'm an idiot I'm an for idiot. writing this shit. And I'm an idiot for feeling the feels. And I'm an idiot for fretting. And I'm an idiot for strutting. And I, it, it comes faster and faster, yet slower and slower. And we may be bored. And then, kush, it's over. Yeah. And nobody cares. And this messenger comes into this silence, right? Because we have signifying nothing. Six beats and four beats of silence. And this messenger is like, um, uh, er, uh. I mean, M Mickey B could be yelling. Yeah, he's that? not, though. In the folio, they're not capitalized letters. They're not. He he could be crying. He could, he could be, be he, he could, could be doing any number of things that stop the messenger in his tracks. Yeah. Well, the messenger's own message stops him in his tracks because we've probably mentioned it before that messengers could be killed on the spot for a bad yes. message, right? Yes. And he Don't has a terrible message. Yep. He has an awful message. Probably yep. everybody in the fucking castle knows that Macbeth thinks that he's invincible because the wood is not coming up to his castle. And this is the next right. thing he's got to say, this poor guy, right? Mm -hmm. uh, here's to the messenger. Yep. <laughs> yeah, here's to the messenger. Oh, yes. Yes, I drink to the poor messenger. Thou comest to use thy tongue, thy story quickly. Gracious, my lord, I should report that which I say I saw, but know not how to do it. Well say, sir. As I did stand my watch upon the hill, I looked toward Burnham, and anon methought the wood began to move. Liar and slave! And I think he Let hits him. Let He's got yeah, to hit him. He him. There. He totally yep. does, right? Yeah. Because he fucking freaks out, because this is the, the one that he said could never happen, right? Well, one of the two, he said, yes. could never happen. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me endure your wrath, if it be not so. Within this three mile, may you see it coming. I say, a moving grove. If thou speak'st false, upon the next tree shalt thou hang alive, till famine cling thee. If thy speech be sooth, I care not if thou dost for me as much. So, like, if you're lying... You're going to fucking get strung up to the next tree. If you're not lying, if you're speaking sooth is truth, like a soothsayer, right? A truthsayer, mm -hmm. then you could do the same thing to me. You could hang me up on the next fucking tree because if what you're saying is true, we're all fucking sunk. I pull in resolution and begin to doubt the equivocation of the fiend <laughs> that lies like truth. Yeah, the drink fiend. Drink to equivocation. Yeah, drink to equivocation. Mm -hmm. I pull in resolution, meaning my resolution is waning, right? I'm, 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 I'm pulling it back into myself. I don't feel so positive about what I'm doing now, right? And yep. doubt, I, I'm suspicious of. The fiend, this fucking, these fucking witches who are saying things that sound like truth and they're not, right? 
yeah. that lies like truth. Fear not till Burnham Wood do come to Dunsinane. And now a wood comes towards Dunsinane. Arm, arm, and out. So he's like, remember he just said he was fine with holding the siege? He's yep. not. He's not. Nope. He's like, nope. fuck it. Well, now that Burnham Wood has come to Dunsinane, yeah. he's like, let's go get our swords and go fight them. Go fucking fight them because I, I, I'm i not going to fucking sit in this castle and wait for this goddamn fucking wood to come climbing up my... Fuck that, right? Yep. If this which he avouches does appear, there is nor flying hence nor tarrying here. I begin to be wary of the sun. So he's like, I'm, I'm just tired of living. I don't care. Let me outside these fucking walls and I'm just going to take on whoever, right? And wish the estate of the world were now undone. I wish the whole world was just finished. Just take it all down, right? Ring the alarm bell. Blow wind. Come, Rack. At least we'll die with harness on our back. So Har Rack is ruined. Har harness. Harness is armor. It's armor, and it's also something that holds you in, right? Which is interesting, right? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, so you can see why he can't think about his lady love. He's, he's got a battle to fight. Right? Yeah. Blow wind, come rack. Blow wind, that just makes me think of King Lear. Yeah, yeah. Well, Shakespeare was writing them all at the same time. That fucking insane genius. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Oxfordians. Yeah. I don't know. I don't often say that, but fuck you. Fuck, fuck you, you Oxfordians. Oxfordians. <laughs> we don't, we don't believe in you. We don't believe in you. Drink to Ooh. the death of the authorship question. But the death of the authorship question didn't didn't the Earl of Oxford die? Speaking of death, before he did. all of Shakespeare's plays came out. He died in 1604, so there were quite a few plays that came out after that, including this one, which obviously he couldn't have written. And he was also away. Did I tell you that whole thing about how he farted? No, tell. He tell. farted in front of the queen. He leaned over oh, to he take does. a bow. <laughs> ah! That would be me. I would well now now Charles the Queen. I would I would curtsy in front of Charles the Queen and I would fart. You know, yes. that's what would happen. That's what would happen. And <laughs> and then you would be banished. Or you would self-exile yourself. You'd be like, I'll just be over here in France. No problem. Self-banished. <laughs> Self-banished. That's what he did. The Earl of Oxford. He was like, I'll excuse myself over to France. And he left. <laughs> so yeah, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. Well, more than that, I okay. I don't have anything against the Earl of Oxford. He farted in front of the Queen. I think that's fabulous. That's but hilarious. It's hilarious. But fuck the Oxfordians. Yeah. Who don't think that a person who wasn't of noble birth couldn't write such fabulous plays. Fuck every goddamn motherfucking person who thinks that you have to be in the upper class in order to be brilliant. Because yeah. you don't have to be in the upper class to be fucking brilliant. People have brilliance instilled within them from their maker, if you believe in such a thing, or their genetics, if you believe in such a thing, and they just have it. And it doesn't matter what social class they're in. Sorry. Right. Off my soapbox. 
I love your soapbox, Aaron. You do it. <laughs> it's going to be funny when I fall off my stool. Uh-oh. That is your soapbox. And then you're going to fall off. That's going to fall off it. Okay. Anyway. Where okay. The fuck were Malcolm. We? Malcolm. We're at Malcolm. Malcolm. Oh, am I Malcolm? Yes, you're, you're, you're Malcolm. You're I'm Malcolm. I- Okay. Oh, now we have to drink because we don't know oh, what we're doing. Oh, we have to drink. Oh, there we go. Fuck. Cheers. <laughs> I'm Malcolm. Okay. I'm Malcolm, Malcolm. your seaward. Okay. Okay. Here they are. Now, near enough, your leafy screens throw down and show like those you are. You, worthy uncle, shall with my cousin, your right noble son, lead our first battle. Worthy Macduff and we shall take upon us what else remains to do according to our order. <laughs> this is a shared line, Seaward yeah. says. Fare you well. Yeah. Do we but find the tyrant's power tonight? Let us beaten if we cannot fight. So he's like, Seaward, you and your son, you lead the vanguard, right? Our first battle, our first battalion. Pardon me, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You go out there out front and you show those guys what's what, right? <laughs> and McDuff and I will be back here and uh, we'll we'll do whatever's left, okay? Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Sears like, Fucking... fare you well, which doesn't mean goodbye. It means I hope you do a good job. Okay, right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's like, uh, you can't just hang back there, you know? There's stuff to do, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Macduff is like fuck yeah there is Go okay ahead, Macduff. I'm Macduff yeah. okay uh, make all our trumpets speak give them all breath those clamorous harbingers of blood and death yeah oh, that's so, a rhyming couplet yes, it at is. the end breath death that's a really nice rhyming couplet an actual one it is yeah. and actually I'm gonna stop right here oh stop I'm gonna drunkenly interject so my friend neil my friend neil helligers who is a a fabulous audiobook narrator a trained shakespearean actor and an all-around swell guy has studied op and we've talked about op which is original pronunciation and he would very much like to come on and as a guest as a guest and talk about op all right, let's do it. So we're going to have Neil Helligers on, and it will be fun. So fun. And we won't be drunk, and it'll be good. Yeah, we won't be drunk. <laughs> no, that no. will be unseemly. Unseemly. Although the last time I saw him, I was a little drunk, too. So, you, I mean, I don't drink that you much, been? you guys. I really, 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 really don't. You have to ask yeah. my kids. They'll tell you I don't. But, yeah, I was at a... I was at an audio publishers association <laughs> thing and there were free drink tickets and Hey, why not? Neither in here. And tonight and tonight there are free drink it drink it tickets too. <laughs> drink, drink it, it tickets. tickets. Drink it tickets. Let's toast to drink it tickets. Yay to drink it tickets. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So the trumpets are playing and they're scary because part of like winning a battle is like scaring the fuck out of people with all your drums and your trumpets. Can we talk about that for a second? Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Bagpipes. So fucking scary. 
Right? So if you're in the field and you're ready to fight and you don't see your enemy, but you hear bagpipes? Yeah. Fuck! That's terrifying! Yeah, it's like a whole herd of sheep getting raped or some shit. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like, what the fuck are they doing to their animals? Oh, my no, God. No, when you play the bagpipes well, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. But I'm saying to the English, they're like, ah! Oh, my yeah. God. All right. <laughs> right. So you know that they had bagpipes marching along with them. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, here we are. Scene so type. seven, another part of the field. Another part of the field. And here comes Macbeth. They have tied me to a stake, I cannot fly. But bear-like, I must fight the course. What's he that was not born of woman? Such a one am I to fear or none. So, so great, because it's a bear-baiting reference. And let's talk about the bear-baiting near the theater. So Shakespeare's Theater, the Globe, was there on this wonderful part of the river where there were also whorehouses and bear baiting pits. And the bear baiting pits were where they chained up a bear against a, a pole and they just set a bunch of dogs on him. And the dogs just like kept attacking him and attacking him until the last, last dog was standing, you know? And it's they lost such... a bunch of dogs. It was bloody. It was horrible. Horrible. But the bear, yeah. The bear but had the... nowhere to go. Elizabethans so is, slash Oh, they were some James, bloody motherfuckers. What do you call them? Jamesian? What do Jacobians. you call them? Jacobians. Jacobians. <laughs> I knew that. Jack Beans. Jack, Jack Beans. Beans. It's like Jack and the Giant. They they were just a violent loving group. Yeah. For I sure. Mean, that does not sound like fun to me to watch dogs no. get slaughtered by a bear. Or no. a bear gets slaughtered by dogs. But they were like, yeah, yeah, blood, guts, yeah. Yeah. I think it gave the common people a chance to see sort of what, like, war, you know, felt like to everybody else. I don't know. But also, maybe because people lived so much more closely to life and death than we do. Yeah. That yeah. it wasn't so shocking Right? You had to kill what you ate. There was no grocery store where you could buy butchered packaged stuff. You know, you slaughtered your sheep and then you cut it up and you ate the parts that were edible and you used the other parts for other stuff. So it's not like it is now where we're just so far removed from how our food is produced, where it comes from, the animal that gives their life for us to eat it. Yeah. But so this is, you know, he feels, Macbeth feels like the bear here. Yeah. And that's very scary. Yeah, he's tied to a stake. Yeah. But then he goes on about that born of woman thing. So again, he's forgetting the whole first thing, right? <laughs> Beware, Macbeth! Macduff! Macduff's coming for you. He's coming for you, man. Okay, enter but young instead, C-word. Yeah, instead he meets an unruffed soldier. What is thy name? I'll be afraid to hear it. No, though thou callst thyself a hotter name than any is in hell. My name's Macbeth. The devil Love himself it. could Line not. Ending. Yeah, right? 
Right? He's like, fuck Back. you. <laughs> I'm going to scare you with just my name. Yes. You're going to go wet yourself, you it's... fucking mama's boy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have no chin hair. <laughs> you got no beard. You're a fucking baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So young Seward says, the devil himself could not pronounce a title more hateful to mine ear. No, nor more fearful. Notice how he cuts him off every time. Yeah, he cuts him off. He's like, I don't have time for you. I don't have time for you, baby man. Young Seward says, Thou liest, abhorred tyrant, with my sword. I'll prove the lie thou speakst. And they fight, and young Seward is slain. Yeah, dog. I'm slain. (laughs) And that just, you know, laughs it off by like, Thou wast born of woman. <laughs> you, you came out of a cunt. I could tell. <laughs> then he has this great double uh, rhyming couplet. But swords I smile at, weapons laugh to scorn, brandished by man that's of woman born. He's getting a little not even- cocky. He is, man. Yes. He's got a super, super hard on for killing people that aren't born of women. <laughs> that are born of women. Okay, and then Macduff comes in, and I am Macduff. That way the noise is. Tyrant, show thy face. If thou beest slain and with no stroke of mine, my wife and children's ghosts will haunt me still. I cannot strike at wretched kerns whose arms are hired to bear their staves. Either thou, Macbeth, or else my sword with an unbattered edge I sheathe again undeated. There thou shouldst be. By this great clatter, one of the greatest notes seems brooded. Let me find him, fortune, and more I beg not. Yeah, nice. So he comes in, he just misses him, right? He's yeah, like, right. Show you, show your face, and he's like, yeah. And he just, right. he I just hear there. the motherfucker. I don't see yeah, him. I hear him. Fuck, fuck. And then Kearns, we had that word in the in the first scene, yeah, right, or the second scene where they were like talking about the hired mercenaries. Kearns are hired mercenaries that came against. So it's like we're back at the beginning. It's crazy, right? Yes. Like, Duncan was fighting all these guys who were fighting, you know, uprising against him. And now Macbeth is fighting all these guys who are uprising against him. Mm-hmm. It's it's nuts. And then, you know, he doesn't want to kill anybody besides Macbeth. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to stab these dudes who were just hired to fight somebody. Right, like, whose heart's not in it care. and he knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got undeeded, having no, having done no act. He's willing to put away his sword without any blood on it if he can't kill Macbeth. But he has to kill Macbeth because his wife and children are like screaming over his shoulder, like, do it, do it, dad, do it. Yeah, you have you know? to revenge us. <laughs> and then by this great clatter, that's like there's a, a big loud noise that came out on the side there, some trumpets or some bu- uh, drums or something. Brooded means there's a noise, a sound. From the French word bruit, okay, um, because they used to play like trumpets to say, "Hey, the king entered the battlefield." Right, you know. Right. So if you could kill the king, it's like chess. If you could kill the king, the battle's over. 
Right. That was finished. Checkmate. Checkmate. So he's like, fuck, the king's over there. I got to go over there. I got to go. Right? Yep. And I just want to I just want to kill him and that's all I want. And Malcolm and Seward. So it's an in- interesting because it almost could be scenes, but it's not. Scenes were denoted by the fact that everybody left the stage. So right. nobody's there, but Malcolm and Seward come in. So is it a scene ending or is it not? You know, it's like, but I love battle scenes in Shakespeare because that often happens, right? It's like this group runs on, then they run off just as this group runs on, and then they run off and this group comes on and then they run off. It's like, you know, you get the kind of chaotic feeling of a battlefield. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it was wild, you know, so many people running around. I mean, who knows who's who and what's going on. And Right, unless you have yeah. your colors on and you couldn't tell. That's why they had all that stuff. Yeah, right. they had all those banners and those things so that you could know where you were. If you're am I in enemy territory or, or where am I, right? Where's right. my squire? Where's my dudes? So yeah. are you Seaward and Malcolm? You're Seaward. I'm Seaward? I'm Malcolm. Yeah. I was, uh, yeah, no, you're Malcolm. Uh-oh, we have to drink. <laughs> I'm Malcolm. All right, I'll be Seward. You do it. This way, my lord, the castle's gently rendered. The tyrant's people on both sides do fight. The noble thanes do bravely in the war. The day almost itself professes yours and little is to do. The castle's gently rendered. It's uh, they've surrendered. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. It, so Macbeth opened the doors and have everybody run out to fight, and now it's like, well, then you left the doors open, and the castle's been surrendered. Now. Right. We can take it. Yeah. We, we took it. Yeah. The tyrants' people on both sides fight. So we have deserters fighting for us, right next to us. Like it's hard to know <laughs> who's know, who. It's hard to know who's who. And it's like, I'm not your enemy. I'm fighting with you. Oh, okay. I might have the wrong (laughs) colors on, but I'm fighting with you. Yeah. And then the day almost profess at yours because, like, they're not sure what actually happened to Macbeth quite yet. Yes. Right? Like, they can't declare the battle done until they know what happens to the king. Right. And then they have a shared line. Yeah. And Malcolm, I'm pouring some more. I hear that. Oh. poured scotch down my leg but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm here we go uh. we have met with foes that strike beside us enter sir the castle yeah so he means like we've seen like enemies who are actually joining our side that meant to kill them and they're like no no I'm 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 with you, man. <laughs> Please good. don't kill it's me. I'm fighting good. for you. <laughs> I'm fighting for you, man. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so scene seven. Scene eight. Nicholas Macbeth. Eight. Eight. That's what those uh. Roman numerals mean. Roman <laughs> numerals. Motherfucking Roman numerals. <laughs> Another part oh, speaking of, of Roman. Speaking of Roman. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Why should I play the Roman fool and die on mine own sword? So Roman fool, because like the Romans thought it was honorable to, if you feel like you're losing, just kill yourself. We see that in Julius Caesar. (laughs) 
Yes, Brutus and Cassius kill themselves. So, you know, it's a little playback to their his older plays. Yep. Yeah. Oh, maybe we should do Julius Caesar. Do, 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 do high school students read Julius Caesar? Uh, sometimes, yeah. I mean, I guess Othello and then Julius Caesar, and then everything is up for grabs after that, yeah. right? Julius okay. Caesar is not very sexy. No, but it is interesting. It's interesting, but it ain't sexy. No. But okay. <laughs> Othello, yes. Othello, mm-hmm. there's sex lust, in Othello. Lust oh, and desire in Iago. Iago speaks sex with every fucking word. So yeah, maybe we're doing Othello next. Okay. I'm a Roman fool. I'm not a Roman fool. Whilst I see lives, the gashes do better upon them. So I might as well kill some peoples while I'm going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Macduff, turn, hellhound, turn. Can I just tell a little personal story here? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm so, drinking while you do that. <laughs> Woo! When I was 14, I got to play Macbeth, and it was like one of the pivotal moments of my life. It was amazing. But when we went to do it at my local middle school, which had this long, long entrance hallway down the middle, you know, it was a huge auditorium, and Macduff was supposed to enter through the audience in our blocking. But this poor kid had no fucking idea where he was supposed to go to find the door for the fucking entrance. And then he had this long, you know, alleyway. What what do you call it? You know, like (laughs) the thing between the audience. Whatever. Um, Uh, Where he had to come in. Aisle. Aisle. That's the one. Yes. And. So I'm on stage and I go, you know, the gashes fall better on them. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm moving my sword and I'm looking side to side and I'm like, this motherfucker's not coming. Not never. He's not ever coming. And and finally he's like, <laughs> down the, he's like, turn hellhound. Oh, it took me forever to find this fucking auditorium. I don't know where the fuck I went. I, cl- I walked all over the fucking school. I don't know. So, <laughs> I was ready to kill. I was gonna kill the motherfucker, no matter what. You know, I'm like, I don't care. I don't. I know McDuff's supposed to win in the end, but fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> oh my god, it's hilarious. <laughs> All right, uh, okay, turn, Beth. hellhound, turn. Of all men else, I have avoided thee, but get thee back. My soul is too much charged with blood of thine already. I have no words. My voice is in my sword, thou bloodier villain than terms can give thee out. And boom, they start the fight. The fight ain't over. And the thing is, like... In a lot of other plays, you'll see like Henry V, um, no, Henry IV, Part One, uh, Hal and Hotspur, they talk to each other for a long time before they fight, right? Um, so we have these these scenes where the villain, so-called villain, you know, the bad guy, and the, the, yeah, and the hero who's supposed to kill him, they talk to each other for a long time before they actually engage in a fight. And Ben Johnson said that, violence happens when words end 
right? When like, oh, yeah. there aren't any more words and you can't, there aren't words to explain yourself anymore. So Macduff just says, fuck you. I'm not going to talk to you. I have no words, right? I'm right. not going to stand here and talk to you. Like, I'm just, that. I, I've, it's enough. It's done. You know what it makes me think of? Yes. In The Incredibles. Yes. When they say stop monologuing, right? He's stop monologuing. monologuing. Like as soon as someone starts monologuing, you can fucking kill them. Yeah. He's like, you've had your day. You've had enough. But then they fight and it's like Macbeth is a really good fighter, right? He's of a really he is. He's a, he's, he's, he's an incredible soldier. Yeah. Nave to chops, right? He's, he's yes, we know so that. Times. And don't they have a shared line? Yes, because then he, turns well, can give the out. Bell yeah, but loses. there's a fight. There's a fight in between. But they still don't. Then terms can give the out thou losest labor. labor. What's a plus yeah, one? Plus one. But still, you know, I think there's a fight in between there. And Macbeth's like, dude, dude, you're wasting your time. Thou losest labor. You're wasting your time. Do you know who you're fighting with, right? So he's probably not really turning on his best moves because he's already hurt Macduff enough, you know? <laughs> it's like, um, hmm, in uh, Princess Bride. Yes. <laughs> I want you to feeling me. you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thank you for knowing right? what I'm talking about. Where <laughs> <Yes. laughs> Andre the Giant is like, you know, and he's like, are you just playing with me or what? I just want you to feel you're doing well. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my little peoples at the Chianti residency, they didn't, they'd never seen The Princess Bride. And I was like, what? Did you make them watch it? I, I put it on their list. I wasn't there long enough to make them watch it, but they're going to watch it. Right, Sophie? Okay. Okay. <laughs> so Macbeth, he's toying with him. He's toying with him like a cat. Thou losest labor. As easy mayst thou at the entrenchant air with thy keen sword impress as make me bleed. Let fall thy blade on vulnerable crests. I bear a charmed life which must not yield to one of woman born. Entrenchant. Entrenchant. Incapable of being cut. So the air, right? You can't cut. You can't do any harm to the air with your sword, right? So yeah. he's like, you might as well try try wounding the air with your sword as try to wound me because, like, I am protected by a charm, right? Mm. And mm. I am not going to be killed by anybody born of woman. And Duff is like, Duff. fuck your charm. Shared line. <laughs> yeah. Shared line. Despair thy charm, and let the angel whom thou still hast served tell thee Macduff was from his mother's womb untimely ripped. Amazing. Amazing. And there's six beats of silence after that, so Macbeth doesn't even fucking know what to say, right? So Macduff was from his mother's womb untimely ripped. He was cut out before his time, but also before her time, like before she died. Yeah. Right? It was yep. one of those cases of like, should we save mother or baby? Yep. And because the father because assumed it was a baby boy, eh, the mother can die so that we can have the heir. 
we can have the baby boy. And and they didn't know they didn't have sonograms or anything, but like you know when fathers were like, I know this one's a boy. This one's a boy. (laughs) And also, they didn't have the proper medicine to really do cesarean section properly. Ooh. So they right. couldn't. If they, if they decided to do that, they were sacrificing the mom. Right. It was a choice. It was a choice. And they often chose that. Baby. Baby first. Yep. And it often didn't work out well. Both mother and baby yep. died. Yep. yep. And also, baby without its mother's milk and all that stuff is also not going to be in a good place but Macbeth, Macduff apparently survived it <laughs> but so he's like fuck you and your charm right and let the angel whom thou still yeah. has served I love that let Lucifer tell you right let Lucifer tell you yeah. that Macduff was not he was cut out of his mom so he's not yep. technically born because he didn't come through a vagina right vagina, vagina I said vagina vagina and Macbeth is like, Accursed be the tongue that tells me so, for it hath cowed my better part of man. So he's like, fuck you, fuck you. This is the last thing, right? Cowed, suppressed, my better part of man, my courage. It has suppressed my courage. And be these juggling fiends no more believe. These fucking witches and they're juggling truth and they're, and they're lying to me. Be these juggling fiends no more believe that palter with us in a double sense and keep the word of promise to our ear and break it to our hope. I'll not fight with thee. So he's like, they told me what I wanted to hear. They they babbled, they mumbled, they double speak, they fucking, they lied to me. Right? But they didn't lie, they told. Or they let me believe, they let me believe what I wanted yeah. to believe because their words could be interpreted, interpreted. Their words could be interpreted in multiple ways. Exactly. So, Definitely. And he realizes that now. And he didn't real, realize it then. Yeah. And Macduff says, then yield thee, coward. Then yield thee, the coward. coward. That's five beats. Yeah. So he's like waiting. What do you want? Yeah. And But the thing about those five beats is that you could put them at the beginning or at the end. So he could wait. I'll not fight with thee, fine. Then yield thee, coward. Or he could say it right away. I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Or he could say it right away. I think it's, I like for my own self, I'll not fight with thee, then yield thee, coward. And then five beats of silence to see what Macbeth will do. Yeah, yeah. And then he gives him a choice of this is what it will look like if you yield, okay? Yeah. Yeah. And lived to be the show and gaze of the time. We'll have thee as our rarer monsters are painted on a pole and underwrit. Here may you see the tyrant. So this was a common practice in those days. This is like what they did with Pocahontas, let's say, right? They brought her to England and they showed her off like, ooh, look, look, Indian. Ooh, rare. Ooh, you know, something foreign and weird, right? And so they they, they yeah. put it out in the Times Square, in the in the town square, and they show it off. Times in the Times Square. Times <laughs> Square. Yeah. It's like that, you know, like Times Square. Let's proclaim it to everybody. 
Pocahontas on the scrolling screen. Yeah, well, it's like that, you know, like Pocahontas as naked cowboy, you know, like what out yeah. there. <laughs> and then they little fucking Times Square. Like everybody's gazing at you and going, you know, look at that. So he's saying, this yeah. is what we'll do with you, Macbeth, if you yield. We're going to put you out in the piazza and show you off to the peoples and say, look at what we got. We got the tyrant. We got the fucking guy who held you guys under, under you know, suppression. Yeah. And then they have a shared line. Yeah, because Macbeth cuts him off and he's like, no, fuck that. Right? I will not one. yield. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? he's very upset. And, right? And I want to point out, here may you see the tyrant. So it's all single syllables until tyrant. And yeah. and Macbeth's response I is single not. syllables. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. I will yep. not yield. Fuck yep. you. Yeah. Yep. I will not yield to kiss the ground before young Malcolm's feet and to be baited with the rabble's curse, though Burnham would be come to Dunsinane, and thou opposed being of no woman born, yet I will try the last. Before my body I throw my warlike shield. Lay on, Macduff, and damned be him that first cries, hold enough. <laughs> so the guy who says no stop, send him to fucking hell. Yep. Right? No. And also, right, to be away, baited with though, the rabble's yeah. curse. That's yeah, to have to the have... crowd of the, 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 the non-soldiers, everybody mock me. Yeah, imagine if he was tied up in the, in the public square. This is yeah. the same thing that, that Cleopatra was threatened with at the end, actually. Yeah. That she yeah. would be brought back home to Rome and set up in the public square. Like, here's the Egyptian that, that held Mark Antony under sway. And, and everybody gawk at her and spit at her and stuff. And she's like, oh, fuck no. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> Where's my asp? Right. <laughs> fuck that. Give me the fucking snakes. Right? And so Macbeth is the same way. He's like, fuck hell no. Hells to the no. I'm not doing it. I wouldn't do it. No. And so it says exit fighting. Exunt fighting. Alarm. So Alarm. So they, don't, they don't kill the king on stage. And Malcolm. Malcolm comes in. I would the friends we miss were safe arrive. And seaward. Some must go off. And yet by these I see so great a day as this is cheaply bought. Yeah, so they're mustering together after the battle, and Malcolm is looking around, and he's saying, I wish I wish the people that are not here, you know, would, would be come back safely. And Seward's like, well, some people have to die, but, you know, like, it looks like uh, we, we got off easy. Doesn't look like too many people are missing. Not too many people missing, right? Yeah, And then uh, Malcolm says, Macduff is missing and your noble son. You know, both of those are bad. Yeah, right. Those are not, not so good. Not so yeah. good. And R who's, Ross. oh UB dear Ross. God. All right, we have to drink because we didn't know. <laughs> All right. No, you be Ross. Okay. <sighs> your son, my lord, has paid a soldier's debt. He only lived but till he was a man, 
the witch no sooner had his prowess confirmed in the unshrinking station where he fought, but like a man he died. And Seward says, Then he is dead? And Ross says, Aye, and brought off the field, your cause of sorrow must not be measured by his worth, for then it hath no end. Yeah, this is a really interesting conversation in terms of, like, how do soldiers measure their worth, right? Mm. He's paid a soldier's debt. He died, right? But his <laughs> in in his unshrinking station, that means he, like, held his ground. He was stationary. Mm. He was stationary. And the way he they could tell, they're going to tell in a minute, right? And Seward says, had he hurts before? And Ross says, I on the front. And Seward says, Why then, God's soldier be he. Had I as many sons as I have hairs, I would not wish them to a fairer death. And so his knell is told. Can we just talk hairs? Hairs and heirs? Hairs and heirs, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Had I. As many sons as I have hairs, as in on my head. Yeah, hairs and heirs. And but heirs. He has a bunch of sons, or maybe he doesn't have a bunch of sons. This is so fascinating, though. Had he his hurts before? That means in the front. Did he yeah. have his wounds in the front of his body? Because if he was stabbed in the back, that meant he was running away, right? Right. So and he didn't run away. Yeah, that's what Seward wants to know. Was he a fucking coward or did he get killed in the front of his body because he's right. facing his enemy? And Ross, and Ross says he, Ross yeah, says, yeah, yeah, on yeah. the front. He was, and he then Seward's like, well, then God's soldier be he. I, okay, he's going to heaven. I, you know, I'm going, I'm consigning him to heaven so he can be, he can fight on the side of heaven. Yep. Right? Yep. And then he says, and so his knell is nulled. Like, that's the sum total of his death knell. I, uh, he's done. You know, I, uh, that's all I have to say about him. And Malcolm is like, um, no. He's worth more sorrow, and that I'll spend for him. He's worth no more. They say he parted well and paid his score, and so God be with him. Here comes newer comfort. God, that's not a very fatherly sentiment, is it? It's rough. That is rough, man. Seward, like, I guess he had a bunch of sons, and he was like, okay, whatever. It's like Titus, who had 25 sons. And yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Okay, whatever, you know, I'll kill a bunch I lost of them one, myself. I lost two. It's fine. Yeah, fine. Kill a, kill a couple of them myself. I have more. No problem. But yeah. I also think in those days... You kind of didn't expect your children to live. Yeah. There were so many things to take them from you, disease-wise. And if they lived into adulthood and they died on the battlefield, well, fuck. They got to be adults. Yeah. That's pretty good. And die honorably, defending their country. And yeah. Here comes newer comfort, and he's like, "Oh look, here comes something else. <laughs> here comes a guy with a, a guy with a guy's head on his sword." 
And maybe he does feel, I mean, maybe in the acting of it, maybe Seward feels more than he's willing to admit as a seasoned soldier. And maybe he's like, hey, look over there so that I can cry over here. So that I can cry over here. Absolutely. Malcolm says he's your noble son. So he must have been something important for a short while. And also, no parent should live to see their child die. No, definitely not. That's not the natural way of things. Nope. I think it was more, it happened more in those days, for sure. Ah, oh, so a Macduff. I'm Macduff. Hail, King, for so thou art. Behold where stands the usurper's cursed head. The time is free. I see thee compassed with thy king's pearl that speak my salutation in their minds whose voices I desire aloud with mine. Hail, King of Scotland! Hail, King of Scotland! That's, every, that's everybody. The time is free. From now on, we're free. I see the compass with thy kingdom's world. I see you surrounded by your kingdom's best, right? The best people in your kingdom that are already thinking what I'm going to say. They're already thinking, yay for the king, yay. Yeah, so he just makes make them, makes them say it out loud. Hail King of Scotland, you are the king now. So here's Malcolm. We shall not spend a large expense of time before we reckon with your several loves. Wait, wait, wait. make us even with you. Yas. When Malcolm walks out, I don't think it's clear in what we read, what he walks out with. The usurper's cursed head. Yeah. Macduff is carrying the head of Macbeth on his sword. I just wanted to make sure that was clear because I didn't think it was necessarily clear. Okay, proceed. (laughs) Okay, so there they are with Macbeth's head on a sword. I'm just going to interject a personal note again here. So when I played Macbeth, when I was 14, my mom did a death's head of me, which was really interesting. She did a, like, (gasps) you know, I had straws in my nose, and then she did a whole plaster cast of my face where, so she could have my actual face and turn it into a head because I was playing Macbeth. (gasps) And so, you know, like, they put my head up on a stake, and it was wild. And I had that head for a long time in a box. And then, uh, you know, like, (gasps) mice eat it, eat it, and stuff. You know, so it was not so good after a while. That's so fucking intense. It was wild. (laughs) You must have loved that at the age of 14. loved it when I was 14. It was fucking awesome. It was so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how we made props back in those days. Yeah. (laughs) I love that. At the age of 14, you feel invincible. Invincible. Look at the, look at this. It's my head on stake. It's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Malcolm. We shall not spend a large expense of time before we reckon with your several loves and make you Make us even with you. So we are going to reward you, right? And he, he says, after a very short, time, short amount of time, mm. my thanes and kinsmen henceforth be earls, the first that ever Scotland in such honor named. 
So he's like, we're not going to take a lot of time to reward you. And then he does it immediately. He turns all of the thanes into earls. Mm -hmm. So we talked about that, right? How like thanes were not owners of their own land and now earls are. So everybody who was a thane before, like the thane of Fife, Macduff, right? Mm -hmm. And all those guys, Mm -hmm. Menteith, Caithness, and all those dudes, they now are landowners and castle owners and they own their own stuff. It was wild. So that's a huge thing. Yeah. My thanes and kinsmen, henceforth be earls, the first that ever Scotland in such honor named. What's more to do, which would be planted newly with the time, as calling home our exiled friends abroad that fled the snares of watchful tyranny, producing forth the cruel ministers of this dead butcher and his fiend-like <gasps> queen, who, as tis thought by self and violent hands, took off her life, this and what needful else that calls upon us by the grace of grace we will perform in measure, time, and place." So, first of all, that's an enormous fucking thought. (laughs) Holy moly. Holy shit. If a period defines the end of a thought, that is a thought that lasts, you know, like 10 lines. What's more to do, blah, 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 that calls upon us by the grace of grace we will perform and measure time and place. So, he says all of these other things that we have to do as the king, calling home the people who ran away, who were scared, right? Mm -hmm. Fled the snares of watchful tyranny. Mm -hmm. Producing the bodies, the bodies of this dead butcher, that means Macbeth, Mm -hmm. and his fiend-like queen. Mm -hmm. We have to produce their bodies. I know. And then who, as tis thought by self and violent hands, took off her life. So people everywhere are talking about how she committed suicide. Which was a big no-no. Yeah, and what needful else that calls about everything else that we have to do by the grace of grace, yeah. because we are now a king, we will perform. And, you know, with proper time, time and plenty of space in which to do this, yeah. right? Slowly, at the appropriate time. So, thanks to all at once and to each one whom we invite to see us crowned at Scone. Scoon. Scoon. One. One. Squon. One and squon. Yeah. One and scoon. One and squon. This is the place. about that one. One and scun. Yeah. We'll have to ask Ben Crystal. Crystal. Yeah. Yeah. But this is the place where we find out how that word is pronounced. Squon. Squon. One squon. One squon. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's really interesting that he says fiend like queen because even Macbeth has been calling the witches fiends yes. in the last few times he talks about them, right? Yeah. So fiend like queen, fiend like queen, and we have the same sounds. Yeah. Thinking, right? Yeah. yeah. And those are usually queening sounds, right? Yeah. It's e- like she's dead. E- she's e- dead. Are, and yeah. We, yeah. But we're, he's he's almost equating her with, with witches. He yeah. is. Like she was one of the witches. Yeah. Like Macbeth was always enthralled to the witches in a way. And he ends with the rhyming couplet. He ends double. with a double rhyming Grace couplet. Grace in place. As if to say, like, you know what? 
fuck that. That's that. We're finished. We're finished. We're done. By the grace of grace. Yes? OP is interesting. Oh, it's so interesting. I'm drunk. I'm looking forward to having to. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to having your friend on. Yeah, Neil is really, he's a neat guy. He's a very neat guy. Very talented actor. And he, I don't know if he studied with Ben Crystal. He must have. What's who else does? does? <laughs> who else does OP? Ben Crystal and his papa. Yes, and his papa. I'll ask Neil before we have him on. We should have him on soon, though. Yes, that would be so fun. Yeah, super fun. Totally fun. Okay, so this was... Has been drunk Shakespeare. Drunk <laughs> Macbeth. <laughs> This is so fun. You guys, we're at the end of Macbeth. Yay! We're at the end of Macbeth. I love this play. I I love this play. And as, 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 uh, (laughs) (laughs) what's his face says? What's his face? The Bloom. Harold Bloom. As Harold Bloom says, it is all about imagination. All about. He totally was. I love Harold Bloom. If you guys, I understand that you're just trying to get through your fucking Shakespeare unit. I get that. You You don't really want. But if you find anything that Diana and I say interesting, you might take out of the library some Harold Bloom and read his thoughts on Shakespeare. Shakespeare and the invention of, of the, the human. human, right? Amazing um, book. Amazing book. Yeah, it's fair. You may not agree with him, and that's right. You fine. don't have to agree with all of it. That's okay. Because we don't agree with all of it. We that's totally it. don't. Uh, okay, Baba. All right. Hey. I'm Erin. I'm a, and and I'm Diana. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been crazy fucking drunk Shakespeare. I oh. think our last episode should always be drunk Shakespeare. Every play. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean, we don't always have to drink whiskey. No. It can be anything. Othello. What will we drink? Well, let's see. Um, I don't know. Something Italian. Grappa. <gasps> I don't know if I can get grappa. I th- of course you can. Really? Where? It's available everywhere. At your local liquor store. Maybe I'll drink Italian wine instead. Yes. Yes. And we won't be quite so snorkered. Right. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> All right. All right. This we is... are saying goodbye now. I... Yes, I'm Erin. <laughs> and I'm Diana. And, and this... I'm going to bed now. It's fuck Shakespeare. <laughs> it's fuck, fuck Shakespeare. Fuck Shakespeare. Okay. 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 Sleep bye. well, Diana. I love you. I love bye. you. Okay, bye.
For additional fun shit from Fuck Shakespeare, you can head to our website at fckshakespeare.com. Or find us on Instagram at fckshakespeare. If you are enjoying this podcast, you could support us for as little as 99 cents per month. Just click the support button on the page on Spotify or Anchor. Tell your friends.